Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Funny Andy on the TV right now is uh, La Bamba, uh, the Richie Valens story. La 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 Bamba, necesito tu puta de gracia. Desabdabdabizito, talaracito, puto de garia. I never knew the words to that, but it sounded good enough to me that it felt right. Yeah, that feels right. Blah, 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 bamba. Necesito to put it out of Put the gracia, mosito, to put up the after, to chulita bila. La, la, bamba. You know what other song he made? It's called Odana. Odana. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Now watch some Spanish motherfuckers send me the words. Dude, I uh, I wanted to comment more on it, but I knew where you were trying to go, and I right. didn't want to get in your way. Right. It, 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 the rhythm's right. The rhythm's it doesn't right. sound. It doesn't sound. No, you don't Spanish. think so? It, 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 it'll get you by. That's the Andreas in you. Andreas. You got to roll Andres. that R, man. God damn it. Um, BTS, them Asian boys. Them Asian boy bands? Yeah. Maybe a... Why can't y'all niggas sing the boy shit <laughs> in your native tongue? Like when I hear the Backstreet Boys, you are my fire, my one desire. Let me hear the Asian boy bands singing in their shit. Tun Chao, Bat Loi Song, Yong Si, Tin Chao To, Samo Hung Jet Li, Jackie Chan. Chow, lick back, yo. <laughs> Can't wait for those letters. That was a good song. Sing again. <laughs> All right. Let's go email time. Uh, <laughs> the 
partners are getting ready to write. The partners. Um, hey, uh, Aries, real quick, though. Uh, in August, we have a few dates I want to make sure everybody knows about. We're going to be at Helium Buffalo, uh, the 12th through the 15th. And then we're going to be at the Chicago Improv. Yep. Shout out to everybody in Chicago. and Trump. Sweet home, Chicago. Yeah. Uh, the 19th to the 22nd. So come on and see us out there. And then we're back uh, at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, the 26th to the 29th. Yeah. And that was since the whole outside earphones show. Yeah. That was uh, on the on the back of a truck. Yes. All right, guys. I just wanted to let you know that we're going to be there. So uh, let's keep going. There it is. This is from H. Verrett. Um, is this the brand new one you just got? This is a brand new one. I had all of them moved to my archive folder. And as we were looking up something on the last yesterday's, this came in. So here it is. Hot off the presses. You need to edit out Andy. Aries, you should have just deleted the first conversation with Andy out. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, God damn. He was completely on some bullshit with this technically someone is innocent bullshit. You and you and that dumb ass emailer. I'm with you. Uh, you've been dealing. Oh, he told my Rand Foots. We're going to read Nick's not Rand Foots. Uh, Rashad, Rashad Simmons. Rashad Simmons. I apologize to you, Rand. I didn't mean to make you come out the woods <laughs> on that false advertisement. You can go <laughs> back into the shadows now. Um. Ram, Ram Foots reminds me of the Bigfoot from the commercials, and the and the and the Bigfoot the, the jerky yeah the, jer- the jerky oh yeah yeah the ja- yeah yeah that's Ram Foots. Um, I'm with you on this. We've been dealing with this t- technicality bullshit for as long as this nation has been in existence and before. Even his dumbass point about how if we were to try Emmett Till's murderers today, they'd be found guilty. Well, Andy, in that same breath, if we retry Cosby today, he'd be found guilty. Imagine if we could all take people's words as law with no proof of written backup. Look what they did to those damn kids in New York, the Central Park Five, who they gave individual promises to that they would go free if they said another member did the crime. Cosby is not guilty because of emotions, but because he raped a bunch of women And the only reason why he got off is because of his wealth and influence. None of us regular niggers are getting that same deal. He even tried to make us understand how Emmett Till's murderers were freed because technically a group of their peers didn't care about his guilt. Just like Andy doesn't care about Cosby's actual guilt. I have no, I have so many curse words for Andy, but I won't pull a Rashad. Have a good one and love the new sound, Harrison P. Well, you know, um, I will say one thing I don't know that I agree with you about is when you said uh, the only reason why he got off is because of his wealth and influence. But he didn't get off. If his wealth and influence was going to be a factor, he would have never went in the first place. So uh, I think they wanted to make an example out of him. I I do think he's guilty. Uh, And then he came out. But I don't know. I think that if his wealth and influence was that much of a factor, he would have never went in. Well, I like how people halfway listen to me. I said he's innocent because that's how the law works. I don't know what when you when you're emotional and you made an emotional argument, you feel that he's you feel that he's guilty. 
even though technically the court said he, they dismissed the case. They didn't say that he wasn't or was not guilty. They had to dismiss the case. He, he, he can't be brought up on the charges. So technically he's not guilty. There is no words in me about my feelings at all in that. Where did, tell me where my feelings were. What, what did I feel in there? I gave you what the law is. He's not guilty now. By, by the technicality of the law. That's all I gave you. I even said to someone else, and you're going to hear it on this other thing. I said, be careful, though, because it could be your kid. Watch how you watch how I, this I, is. I, I, but I think the, 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 the landmine was, again, for me. Uh, and listen, whether you, as I said, whether you believe Cosby was innocent or not, let's put that aside. My landmine was when you said, the courts found him innocent, so therefore he is innocent. And I just went, well, be careful with that because the courts found Emmett Till's killers okay. innocent, and we know they weren't. So if we're going to apply that, be careful with that wording because we know that can be bullshit. It, it can be bullshit, but now, for the, for the, same, for the sake of what you're saying, because uh, it's Emmett Till and we're using that as a racial, so that's a racial uh, comparison, then, correct? No, I don't think let's we well, yes, we know it was racial. And that's why. Well, now it's working the opposite way. Now people are who are up in arms about it, but it was a black man who got off on the technicality. So as far as racial goes but after he was in jail for a couple of yes, years. Yeah. Cause the, they because the prosecutor used something against him that wasn't he wasn't allowed to use. And it went finally went to the place in court and it was thrown out. Do you think that there is a certain it was a certain point and the word here would be, even though if obviously it would be immoral and wrong and illegal, some cahoots going on. Maybe the prosecutor's like, yeah, I'm doing some shit I ain't supposed to be doing. But the judge and the systemic racism is going, let's make an example out of this nigger and then free him. No. You don't think anything like that is possible? No, because it went to different courts for this to happen. It had to go to different. Yeah, white courts. folks, uh, uh, bullshit and racism crossed all state lines. It had to go to different courts in the same. They had to appeal it to an upper court. They kept it. it, it, it none was, of that is connected. We can connect it all if we want to. Ah, if we want to. If we want to. A la cahoots. If we want to, we want to go through, we could try. I know that sounds absurd. But you don't think that's possible? No, I don't. Not not in his particular case. Because it's beyond that because it's we have access to everything now. We have access to the media. We, the media has to call out uh, prosecutors. The media, there, there's too much information for it just to be cahoots. Yes, there can be some things. I'll go. I'll take in another word. There's shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> yes, that's a white word. There could be some shenanigans. Right. Uh, but with the amount of information that's available and with the, the eye that's focused on everything right now. No, I don't think it is that. I think uh, I think that the if we're just going to go off thought, which isn't the way to do this. But if we're going to go off thought, let's say more than anything, it was the number of people that came out on for uh, that Cosby had molested mm -hmm. them. And that number is where the, when you say there has to be, if there's some smoke, is there fire? The amount of people that came out is really where this, uh, 
that I, I and when you talk about the cahoots, right. I think that the prosecutor was doing by any means that he could figure out a way to put up a case because he was he they were trying to find justice for what is it? How many women is it? Eight. It was four hundred and eighty five. Yeah. <laughs> so it's such a it's such a it's such a large amount that I think. Well, that, I, listen, I don't know. A so whole lot so about, there could be cahoots there. All right. I don't know a whole lot about the, the, the law system in the courts and all that. Um, but this prosecutor, while they were fucking up, the judge didn't know that. The judge has presented the evidence that he is he believes is in good faith. And then that goes to the next. They, they have to argue those things. So at no point can the judge go, wait a minute. That shouldn't be admissible. He doesn't know what deal. The judge doesn't necessarily know what deal was made between the prosecutor and Cosby to get that information. Right. OK, uh, I, I'm not saying that uh, I, again, not trying to. Uh, eliminate uh, cahoots and shenanigans from it. Right. It sounds like a great bar. Cahoots and shenanigans, shenanigans, it does. Or a strip club. Cahoots and shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Hey, y'all. Yo, let's go to cahoots and shenanigans. Yay. Hey, bartender. I'm thirsty. Uh, what you want? You got that? Oh, we don't have it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. But I understand. But their argument to me seems just it, it's it's emotional. I understand what Cosby is accused of, and it's vile. And when we get a little bit deeper into this, if you want to go di- just a little bit deeper, the reason this is came, came out is because of a comic making telling a story. The reason what's coming out? The reason so much attention got on this was because of Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal Burris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannibal made this. Um, right. And and he doesn't want credit for that. He wasn't trying to do it. He was trying to tell a story that when you are in an industry like the entertainment industry, you believe that everybody outside the industry hears the same stories you hear. Right. And, you know, not to add fuel to this person's fire here, but these stories about Cosby have been around for a long time. I think the nigga's guilty, man. So. Uh, but there was a joke and a story was made about it that that, that caused a lot more attention and it has been other people have uh, who are in the entertainment business who wrote books have mentioned about Cosby in, in, in some of these things. And we got to where we are. But you still have to prove a case. And when you said. Um, when you said about Emmett Till, the law has been used uh, to also not only free white people but it's also used to put black people in jail so you have to be very careful this is a very uh, this is a very fine line we're walking on when you compare people uh people being uh freed and when you uh, uh and also people going to jail this is a line that is very and the, the idea is that justice has to prevail and would you rather and i hate to say it this way but would you rather a guilty man go free or would you rather what what is the what is the bigger travesty? And again, it depends on uh, if how it affects you. But a guilty man going to jail, uh, or maybe a guilty man going free, or a free man or a non guilty person going to jail, which is worse? Where would you rather err? Would you error? Sorry, there's my word error on the the guilty man going free, or the person who had committed no crime going to jail? I gotta always damn. I would say the guilty man, the innocent man going to jail because that's punishment. It's punishment because 
depending on what the guilty guy is not going to jail for, I might live with that. Now, if he's raping women, murdering kids, molesting kids, he got to go to jail. If he slapped his wife around a little bit, <laughs> I'm just saying. Someone just bought some stamps to send letters. They're gonna, they're gonna go old school. They're not even gonna do it. It's on the fucking. They're gonna send letters. Um, the reason the reason that it should be what you're saying, it should be that the the uh, guilty man goes free, is because it's the responsibility of the state to prove their argument. I love women, by the way. <laughs> and the state has to put up a a, a, a case, an honorable case that convicts someone that is that is the standard if you if you go and say well i feel he's guilty right. and the and the state can't make their case but since you feel that he's guilty that we should still convict him that's how we have people going to jail who shouldn't be in jail right now right so again as you said that i'm walking a landmine notice the landmine that you're also walking and we're walking the same line landmine we're walking on the fence of it though okay um here we go. Rashad Simmons, part two. Man, that bitch deserved to die. On the last episode of Man, that bitch deserved to die. <laughs> Read the email. I am, I am. On the last episode of That Bitch Deserved to Die, Rashad Simmons said, Aries sucks white dick. He's an ignorant fuck." And Nicole Simpson, that white bitch deserved to die. Now, he's written in for part two. Where does he go with this? Is he digging even deeper or is he making amends? Don't go anywhere, folks. Grab your popcorn and your drinks and stay tuned for that bitch deserved to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andy, you were right. And it's and subject that says, when you're right. Andy, you were right, simple and plain. You pointed out my obvious hypocrisy and emotional state. Goddamn. Brought to you by Goddamn. Uh, as I change, as I charge Aries with the same. I can't deny it. You were honest, subjective, and I appreciate that. I have been listening to Talking Heads, white and black, disregarding a fact in the Bill Cosby case. And Aries unfairly bared the brunt. I believe Cosby is innocent and the law is clear. I agree with Aries to a degree, minus a comedian diagnosing my mental state. That shit about Nicole Simpson was emotional and done for shock value, and it worked. But it didn't, Rashad. It really didn't. My email was read at the top of the show. Is that what it's about? Yeah, that's what, that's what he means hell- by it worked. I felt hella accomplished. LOL, for real, for real. My favorite podcast, Talk Mummy. So, hold up. Cut the commercial. So, you felt that in order for you to get your email read, you had to say some wild shit that made people gasp. Did it work? For this first and last time. Because now when I see his resume, <laughs> nigga, I'm bawling it up and I'm screaming, Kobe. Yeah, but it worked. So, I mean, to his point, he whether you agree or disagree with him on it, it he got what he wanted. He and got what he wanted. And we're back. I don't know if I want to read the whole thing on this. because I Why? Didn't, well, because it gets very personal. But he wrote it. Yeah. 
So that means he wanted it to be red. And you can't to me. And, and you can't say a bitch deserved to die and then get personal and not have your shit read. Right. When you say a bitch deserves to die, we are probing you. This is the FBI at three in the morning busting down the door with no warning. You and the kids get on the floor. Uh oh, that part. Yeah. All right, well then I'll take it serious. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll treat it with respect. Okay. All right. Um, that shit about Nicole Simpson was emotional and done for y'all. I feel hella compelled for real, for real. Oh, my last point in my personal life. I have four daughters, the younger being 15, just had a baby due June 26. When she was 13, she was in foster care at the facility. It was co-ed WTF. She ran away with four boys who were housed there and went to a wooded area where all four boys had sex with my baby. The detective called me and read the affidavit and official police report, and I had to listen to them describing in exact details the supposed rape of my daughter. I say supposed because from what I was, what I was read and after uh, investigation, it was determined that she was a willing participant. The boys were also minors. So without a rape charge, there were no charges they were removed to another facility. I uh, was left to accept the law. So when y'all say careful, it could happen to me. Unfortunately, it already has, brother. It's life, man. Love the show. Tell Aries I'm going to keep listening. My bad on that. Uh, well, my heart goes out to you, brother, uh, for that. Um, you know, because I have two daughters. And, you know, God forbid, I know I would turn into Charles Bronson. Death wish. Uh if that was to happen to one of them. Um, and I'm not, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to deal with your pain uh, and your experience. Uh, but whatever it is we do as we move forward, we have to try to do better. Uh, we got to be better. Um, that aside, uh, you saying what you said about Nicole was uncalled for. And unnecessary. Uh, and I'm not saying that I don't want to make it seem like I, I can't, you know, look, I'm not going to make excuses or I'm, I'm not going to try to tie one thing into the other. Uh, however you deal with that is how you deal with it. Um, and again, I, 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 my condolences to you. Uh, I just got, we all got to be better. We got to be more responsible for what we say and how we say it. Uh, anytime I've said anything that might be perceived as a certain way and anybody can make whatever depiction they want to make out of what you say, because that's the that's the age we live in. But first and foremost, you know, if any if you don't know anything else, you know that when you tune into this, this is a show. And it, like any other show, be it a movie, a play, uh, a television program. Music, it's a show. Um which means anything goes um, within within a certain amount of context. And if you're offended by it or if you don't like it, you always have that option of tuning us out. Um, but it is a show. So whatever is done, it is done within under that umbrella. So you know that. Um, what you said wasn't a show. That came off as how you feel. So that's what my gripe was. 
And, you know, to Andy's point that he made before, again, her kids may have seen her like that or was left to see her like that. And I couldn't think of a more fucked up thing to put a child through for life than to have to see some shit like that. Or get with their moms. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But I think... I think that he, knowing that it's a show, also sent it in as something to get on, like you said, get it read on the show. And it, it worked in that aspect. I understand what you're saying. I understand, though, when, how he how he thought how he thought he could put that together. But it doesn't show his you don't get his intention from just the original. Did, email. I, I said this before. There's a reason why professionals are professionals. There's levels to this. And as I've told people before on Instagram, when people have said, yo, man, I was just joking. Well, then, nigga, let me know you're joking. An LOL, a, a laughing emoji. Because, again, that don't translate as, as a live in-person exchange where you can see my face. I'm smiling. I laugh. You could see it. You could feel it. It's in front of you. When you write some shit and go send, that don't translate to humor, unless it's obviously you saying something that is funny, that when you read it makes you laugh. Otherwise, we don't know the difference between what's supposed to be funny and what's supposed to be honest in terms of your feelings. Uh, so that didn't come off to me like that. Between you ignorant fuck, sucking white dick. Well, he see. Wait, 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 wait. And, and, and ending it with that bitch deserved to die. I didn't see no LOLs. Yeah. I didn't see no smiley emojis. But he did apologize for that. The the first now. part. Yeah. But now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always. Always. Oh, did I say always? Always. 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 I, 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 all the, all the emails that I've got from him, there's, there's some that he's taken some shots at me. Uh, not, not like that. Not like what he said there, but. I always felt it was in context and sometimes I thought it was funny and sometimes, it, you know, whatever comes off us. But I had respect for Rashad because uh, how he the, the conversations and they've been quick. They're just quick emails back and forth. But that's why I was like, I, I don't think that I thought we owed it to him, though, to have his email here so that he doesn't come across that way. Uh, because I, I think he's a good dude. Uh, one of the things that people said, and, and, and this goes to him. And as well as anybody else who's ever wrote a negative uh, opinion about me or uh, <laughs> didn't like some of the things I say, this is why I'm on here. I, I'm not doing it because I'm expecting everybody to like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said it's about the conversation, having the conversation. So if I say anything that you take offense to, yeah, send out your fucking email. I don't give a shit. This is what the conversation's for. As I said in the previous one, how do we have the conversation? I don't know how we start the conversation. So the only well, way you don't I'd, start it with ignorant fuck sucking white. Okay. Dick. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know how to start it. So uh, like you just said, if it comes off where you're having the conversation and you want to tell me why I fucked up or why I didn't do it right or why I said it wrong, that's fine because that's at least having a conversation. And to all the people that have supported me, which you don't get uh, as many emails because they're not as fun to read on the podcast, uh, I, I truly I truly appreciate the support that I do get on the podcast. Uh, like I said, those aren't always read. Uh, but yeah, man, if you if you have a gripe, send it in. I'm not, I, I, you know, we're not going to read all, everything, but I, I'm not upset that we still get those and people don't know my intent. That's fine because I want to have the conversation. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that makes any sense. I, I, I sometimes feel like 
people treat you like if me and you went over to their house to go hang out or eat, they'd open the screen door, like, yo, Aries, come on in. And the white boy got to sit on the porch. <laughs> and this happens four, five, six, seven times. But the more and more we keep going back to the house, then finally that one day, they go, yo, Aries, come on in. And you go to sit on the porch and they go, white boy, come on in. <laughs> You know what I mean? So eventually you get to sit at the table and eat the cornbread and the chitlins with the rest of us. But for the first seven visits, man, the white boy got to sit on the porch. <laughs> and I come out full and picking my teeth with my pinky. You hungry than a motherfucker. And, you know. I might get in, but they're still giving me a paper plate. Nah, what you in, you in. <laughs> what you in, you in. Hey, you know what? Uh, it, it's very funny. And and I, I know a lot of people don't get me or understand me. But I grew up different than you guys. Under, that you guys will never understand. And you guys won't understand it because, as I say, I can't understand how a black person's perspective. No one's going to understand this. My Mexican uh, Jewishness raised in an Italian household living by the Air Force Base, and my experience with black people was completely different. My my first experience with groups of black people, I'm, I'm, I told you this before, is going to the to the community pool. We didn't yeah. have a pool. Going to the community pool, we lived by the Air Force Base, and it was nothing but black folks, and the dudes were all, I, I'm telling you this, I can remember, I look at this in my mind, and it's such an amazing memory. All, on the, all out at the pool, all on lounge chairs, and they were all getting their hair braided by they're women. Right. I looked at black people's. This is the fucking. Do you guys know what how to do this? Look at look at this. It was amazing. Mm. That's my first. That's my like my first like big interaction socially besides my neighbors. You know, my besides little kids. That was my first mm. like, looking at adults and going, they they're doing something different and this looks better. Right. So I I can't explain it to you. But send in those letters. I appreciate it. I want to have the conversation. Do it. Keep doing it. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, uh, Frank Williams, the 80s slash Patrice O'Neill. Um, what up, a and uh, Just got done listening to Thursday's podcast, and it was fire like always. Question, do you guys like the Corey's movie? Uh, the Corey's movies, he sh- should have said such as License to Drive, The Lost Boys. I'm not sure if they did another one together and can't forget and can't forget about The Goonies. Uh, the Corys wasn't in that. Only one of them was. Um, or was he? We're both no, in The Lost Boys? No, no, both were in The Lost Boys. I like Lost Boys. The Corys wasn't in The Goonies. Were they? No, stand, stand by me. Wait, one of the Corys was in The Goonies. What's... The dark-haired one. I would look it up. I think one of the Corys was yeah. One of the Corys was in the Goonies. The the the, the good-looking one was it. Corey Hain wasn't. Corey Feldman was. Which is the one that was Michael Jackson's Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, and yeah. then they did that weird dance. Yeah, with the, like Jackson. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love the '80s, but I was born in '91. I listened to the '80s episode a while back. A dude, it takes me back every time. You every time. Also, did you like Purple Rain with Prince? Come on, man. Y'all heard me say it. Did you see it in the theater, though? Yes. You did? Lake Minnetonka. Nigga. How old were you when you saw it? My dad took me. Dude, I saw it in the theater. Them it was titties. packed house. Lake Minnetonka, nigga. <sighs> um. Dude, the first time Prince spoke, though, the very first time you hear him speak right. in the movie, 
all the black folks at the theater went. <laughs> really? Because it was just so high pitched. They weren't ready. ready. Oh. They weren't ready. No, Prince had a little bit of a not, deep. Not the very first time he speaks in it. The very first time he speaks, he has. He has. Oh, I have to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you think he can really play basketball? I think I believe it. Yeah, this. I don't think any of those stories are a lie. Yeah. Uh, lastly, man, I love comedy. I enjoy your comedy very much. And the old stories you guys tell about comedy and bring on the road, uh, and oh, uh, tell about comedy and being on the road, but is possible to get more Patrice O'Neill stories. I don't have any personally, man, other than the one I told about the time I was on opening Anthony and we talked about the Florida incident. Uh, that was a funny mother fudger. Because as soon as you say school of Patrice, nigga, I run and grab my pad and pencil. I'm chasing my dream of being a comedian myself. So I try to learn from the greats. I'm not a hacker, but when wise people speak, I listen and I just gain knowledge. And what does it mean to be a true? What does it mean to be a true a comedian and handle adversity? Sorry, this was lengthy and I'll write in another time. And as always, yay, he yay, he. Andreas, don't forget to roll the R. Congratulations on your engagement, you GTA character. Peace. Um, Thanks, dude, I, 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 I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, man. If you got time, man, whenever you got time on your hands, I mean, nothing burns time quicker than listening to Patrice or Opie and Anthony. Some of my favorite things to listen to, and there's they're they're broken up in pieces. Or you can find it in like one three-hour piece where Patrice just talks about movies with Opie and Anthony. I mean, it is the funniest and 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 the most entertaining shit. And 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 if you want to type in Patrice O'Neill, Opie and Anthony, uh, Independence Day, the shit with him and Jim Norton as they break down Independence Day, and hearing Patrice's laugh at that high pitch when. Jim Norton describes Judd Hurst as Hebe Kikeberger and how Patrice loses it. You know, to my how he overjews it. You know, my son David, you knew then. <laughs> you did nothing and you would be dead if it wasn't my son David. And, and, and then and he, and Jim goes, we, we get it. You're Jewish. We get it. And Patrice goes, I didn't find anything wrong with that. I thought he was being Jewy. <laughs> I thought that's how Jews talk. And then Jim goes, yeah, that'd be like if they had an Italian in there and go, I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's comedy gold, man. So anything Patrice, Opie and Anthony is comedy gold. Um, those, all, all, all those tapes to be able to have all that. Andy just showed his age. Like I said, tapes, tapes, it's all on tape. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, is is amazing that he, they have that available to listen to. I, you know, YouTube is a blessing in that way. It is like the dictionary of entertainment. Whatever you want, you can find it on YouTube as long as it still exists. Yeah, but uh, I I did like I said I saw Patrice once and I was too afraid and I'm happy that I didn't meet him right because he would have shit on me right because I would have been a fan and I would have just he would have just made a face and <laughs> right right and 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 and, and did. That because a few people that I did fan on a little bit, yeah. I and, and the the great ones are the ones that will be great. Mm -hmm. All shit on me. Yeah, you said uh, uh, your, your boy. I tell, uh, I tell, he wasn't the no, no, and he shouldn't be. He, and, and he's meanwhile, right. I get this bad rap. 
you know, I told you half the half of it is you wear your headphones and people think that you're just being a dick because you walk away without saying anything when they're talking to you. Right. So half of that is that. Uh, having all that. Oh, thanks for the uh, congratulations on on my engagement. I, I do appreciate that. Um, what else was in that email? That was a good. Oh, email. you talked about uh, adversity, comedy adversity. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It, it, I like emails like that. People actually pay attention. To yeah, what you to. know. Um, and this is why I've said, and this is where I take my hat off to Andy. Andy trains at the Crunk Gym when he goes to Baltimore. When he does Mississippi, when he does Chuckles in Memphis, and he does some of these hard black rooms, he trains at the Crunk Gym in the dungeon, in the sweat, in the heat, in the smell, where, again, they don't have to, but a lot of these big name white comics don't face that kind of adversity. Now, they may face some shit that we all go through from time to time. We all going to get a, a heckler. We all going to get the drunk bachelorette table. We all going to deal with assholes. But having to pass the fried chicken test is a motherfucker. And a lot of them won't go through that. Well, a it, lot of them don't have to go through that. And I don't pass every test. No, but you in the classroom. <laughs> Detroit still doesn't want me to come back. But you in the classroom. <laughs> and, and, and I got to tip my hat to that because... A lot of them other, other motherfuckers won't even get in the classroom. Dude, Baltimore, uh, the Comedy Factory, it's still, it's a club that I like going to. Yeah. And I know, I know I've heard from other people, it's a tough club, but it's actually, I think it's a club that you get a, that will give you a fair shake. Yeah. So. Um, That's the club. Any of those clubs are the clubs that about a seven time Andy visits, they go, man, come on in the house because I'm eating. <laughs> 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 uh, this is from Marcus Wade and he was the one that I was telling you was actually on your side um, I'm listening to episode 277 right now and you're missing the point with Andy he's talking to me with the Emmett Till comment the law was different back then and how are you missing that you jumped out the window well let me stop right there <laughs> yeah the law was different then it's a lot of the same shit still going on it's it's the interpretation's different though now. It really is I shouldn't say the interpretation's different. The the, the focus, the 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 more eyes are on the law. We just now convicted a white cop for killing a nigga. So what are you talking about? Different. Motherfucker's been getting off. Different. The focus is different now. Uh, and I, I think that's questionable. It is questionable. I'm not going to deny it. Let me finish reading this email. Go ahead. Uh, that was a big thing. You're missing that. You jumped out the window without listening to him 100%. We understood what he meant. And I'll bet you no eyes rolled. Relax sometimes and just listen. I agree with you majority of the time and enjoy listening to the podcast. Sometimes, Aries, just hear Andy all the way through. I, he, I, I'm not going to disagree with him. When you, you react... I'm not the easiest one to I don't explain myself because I'm still thinking about it as I'm saying it. And that's my fault. No, but you if you listen to the whole thing, maybe you'll get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I, I you, people have to understand this too. Like you, you want me to run through a thorn bush with you. No, but until we get to what we're supposed to get you to. You know that I never listen to I never read any of the emails. You <sighs> you give these to me and I I I respond on the fly. So I have to work through this a little bit. I can't just throw some answers out there. I mean, I'm thinking about it as I'm saying it. 
And I am trying to think about how think you fast respond to some of the stuff I say so that I get it out there. He just threw me with that whole first line, though. What? Like, like, you know, it was different then. The laws were different then. They were they were the laws were applied incorrectly. They're, they're, a lot of them still are, though. A lot of them still are. And I like I just said, the focus of how we are doing. What is it? More more black men go to jail for longer times than white guys for committing the same crime. What yeah. are you talking about? Marcus? Marquise? But it's changing. But it hopefully, uh, let me rephrase the whole thing. The point is that change it is changing. No. Oh, Lord, when change come, we've been marching. We're still marching. We're going to keep marching. We're going to keep marching on. Did the change come? It's been 400 years in the 60s, and niggas are still getting beat up. By the police. Oh. It's still changing. Yeah. Okay. Black lives matter. We've been saying this since all so long. You don't think it's changing? It's changing, but it's going slow. <laughs> it is going way too slow. <laughs> There's no argument there. I, um, G Weeks. Impressions, a a Just finished listening to the most recent pod, 277. And I must say, Aries, your Dennis Rodman impression is pretty spot on. He's such a character that I'm surprised that I've never heard any other impressionist master or even come close to nailing his tone. Because I'm a goddamn genius, nigga. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, mic drop. Um... Or even come up with nailing his own. It made me wonder about some other impressions that I've never heard anyone successfully do of distinct celebrities. My question is, have you either of you ever heard anyone do a perfect Samuel L. Jackson? No, I haven't, bro. Uh, I've always been curious to see if anyone comes close, but never, but have never seen someone even scratch the surface. I think he may be one of the few celebs on earth who can't be impersonated. LOL. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, Gervais, Gervais. Uh, no, man, I haven't. Don't you think because an impression of Samuel L. Jackson would sound like an impression? Because almost Samuel L. Jackson's right. imp- of himself is right. The motherfucker thing. Yeah, yeah. Somebody get it one day. Everybody's always meant to be done. Who should? Who do you think should be done that isn't? That's fam. Not not whether you can do them or not, but someone out there that you think is so unique. Does anybody do Jeff Goldblum? Yes, Frank does it. Oh, the, the guy. Frank does a good Jeff Goldblum. But the dude who, fuck, what is his name? Oh, I know this motherfucker. White dude, black hair, skinny, glasses. He was on a show, a very short-lived show with Pamela Anderson. She got her own show on Fox, and he was on it with her. But it came and went. It's killing me. I can't remember this dude's name. He does an amazing really? Jeff Goldblum. Dude, matter of fact, when I did the skit where we did the spoof of uh, The List off HBO, yeah, and I did uh, Craig Gass, did Pacino walking, uh, I did Tom Brokaw, Skyler Stone did Vince Vaughn, and this other guy I hired did George Bush. I wanted to hire this guy to do Goldblum, but he does it so much, he just was tired of it. He was like, dude, I'll do anybody else 
but please don't ask me to do Jeff. But his Jeff Goldblum's killer. I'm just trying to think of unique characters that are out there. That I wish I could do it. I, uh, uh, it's good. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the problem uh, with what you did. It didn't take any discipline. You, you, you did what you could, and and you stamped your name, and you're just selling, and trying to sell it. And it's shitty, but that rhythm and cadence from rhythm Jurassic Park is there, but it also has a little bit of the Joker. It, uh, it, uh, he says a lot, uh, and he speaks in a certain rhythm. Uh, and, uh, God, I'm telling you, dude, I, I wish I could get it, but I can't. Are all voices really that just it's re- rhythm, really, really, and it's just, but they're all really close together. Yeah. Like, I, I, I saw a guy recently try to do, uh, walking, but it, 90% of it was, he didn't do the uh, he didn't do much of that but he had the other part down it's crazy you know but yeah you got to get the whole you got to get the whole thing that's the inflection of walking the uh, and then uh, so yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, but aren't people don't people for the most part don't we all speak in kind of a because I don't want to say it, make it this simple television. And the fact that we watch the same things all the time, we've right. kind of flattened the tone of our voices where we all kind of sound similar. Now, I mean, the South has right. distinctions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously new England has its distinctions, Boston, right. even Jersey does, but for the, mo- even in Jersey, most people sound, it sound it, that, that Jersey is kind of going away and it has right. more of a neutral. Everybody sounds like the guys on the news that don't have, that kind of um, a tone. Right. Is it getting harder to find people that have something that is unique? Nah, because when somebody's shit is unique, it's unique. It it, it stands. It's <clears throat> it stands out that when you hear it, you go, "That's it." Oh, that is so and so. So, Dude, who- like, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, I know I'm joking when I'm doing the whole thing about me being genius, but I really patted myself on the back. When I got that Robin, because I, I I swear to God, when I saw it, I went, his voice is so specific. And I kept trying everything and I just couldn't. And then that word, that one word, you're clear about the lollipop. <laughs> the lollipop sold it up. I was just so excited. I actually won something in the NBA. I mean, you're going to give me that lollipop. Phil Jackson, that's where you want to play for the Bulls. I said, I don't give a damn. I don't care. What's up? I said, that's it, dude. That's it. I just, but it's so, and it's hard because Rod, the Rodman thing wouldn't be as good without that, um, without the last dance. Right. Because without seeing that much Rodman, right. it would just been, oh, Dennis Rodman, you yeah. don't have this. Right. So that's why it's also their place in time to be able to capture them when they have uh, some Michael, relevance. I'm telling you, dude, Michael Jordan to me, and I remember when I tried to do it in front of Frank Caliendo, and he kind of gave me that look like, and he was like, there's nothing really about Mike because he doesn't do a lot of interviews and shit. But I'm telling you, like I said, certain words. You know, City of Chicago. Maybe they're from a team. You know, it's that rhythm. You know, that Mike talks in. Yeah. You know, but I wish he was more specific because as much as I love that nigga's draws, Man. But I mean, like the most famous people right now, I just can't. Well, Jay-Z. Yeah, but Jay's specific. Very specific. That's, so spe- yeah. that's what I'm saying. That is right. a, that's a voice. Right. But I mean, 
even out of, out of what would what Fifty Cent doesn't have a yo does dude, uh, Dean Edwards and Jay Farrow do a mean Fifty Cent really, and it's that you got to talk with to your teeth, and your mouth's kind of yeah, my eye can't do it, but Fifty Cent, you know, it's something here. I'm getting to Bernie, but yeah, they kill it. They kill it. I'm envious of Dean Edwards, Tracy Morgan. Now I know Jay Moore does Tracy, but when you hear Dean Edwards, Jay sounds cartoony, exaggerated. Dean got Tracy down, son. Really? Yeah, yo. This one of them envious impressions. Where you go? I wish I could do that. That mannerism, you know. I always said I love Tracy, but he's a little in his voice. Delivery a little drag queenish. Well, he's cartoonish in yeah, the, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> honey. He's got something in that man. But his character that you see on it's it's right. cartoon light. Right. So right. Uh, that's why it works for uh, uh, Jay more to do that. Right. But if someone has it down where it's you bring the 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 actual person into it, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, man, it's it's a, it's something I wish I could do, but I don't have the ear for it. I there's hear, a, there's, I hear a, there's it. a young dude who was on America's Got Talent. I don't quite can't nail his nationality. He, he he's got a real olive peanut like this wooden table. He's darker, so I don't know that he's white, but I don't know what he is. His name is Nick something, and he's a soprano fanatic. He does Paulie Gaultieri like nobody's business. He's even got that, that, like when Paul talks with cheeks a little bit, he's got it. Now, he was a guy that made me lock in on Tony because I kept hearing him and I went, and finally I nailed it. And that's when I called you in Florida. I was like, Andy, I think I got it. I know I do it better than him now because when I listen to him do it, I hear him. He be in Tony pocket, but I hear him. But his Paulie, Oh my God! But are there people that you get, like Tom Cruise doesn't have a tone or anything that someone could do? You right? know, it's funny. Uh, ben Ben Stiller has it a little bit. Really? Yeah, he's got Tom a little bit. It's just so weird because you you have to find the, right. you have to find. But the, even when you don't think someone has it, it's not till you hear someone do it and you go, "That's it." Okay, that's it. So, so everybody's do everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, CJ Donovan. I put my mom on. What up, ANA? My name is CJ, and I'm a first time writer. And you're all like a virgin. I'm a first time writer, and I just wanted to say I appreciate your content. I recently saw the both of you in Huntsville and have been catching up on the pod ever since I heard you would be gracing our town with your presence. I finally caught up completely after a solid two or so months, and I'm saddened that I have reached the end. I think that's one of the greatest compliments ever. It is. That is. That means you 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 dug it so much that you dug in. You didn't leave the trough till there was nothing left. Uh, I'm convinced my mother to check out your podcast, and she has been hooked. It was all you got your mama hooked on the crack, nigga, on the on the product. It would mean a lot to me if the both of you shouted her out. Her name is Pat D. Hey, Pat, Pat D. D. Uh, I feel like your platform should be far more popular than they are right now. Would you consider asking the audience to follow your platform 
whether it be on Spotify, Apple Music, or your Instagram while on stage. I also inserted a pic of us uh, at Stand Up Live in Huntsville. I know I never know what to do with my hands and pictures. And so you decided to ball your fist up and look like <laughs> you wanted to punch me in the chest. <laughs> it was nice meeting you both. And Andy's demeanor was so warm when he greeted us after the show. I was waiting to hear the episode when you birthed both were in town when you birth. Ooh, both are in town. What do you guys think about Huntsville? I appreciate you guys. Take care. Thank I, you, brother. Dude, I was really impressed by Huntsville, actually. Uh, the crowd. We didn't get out and do anything. We, no, we, no, I'm just talking about right, the crowds, right. the comedy club. Oh, no, the crowd was 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 pretty solid. And, uh, you know, you no, yeah. this is where I, I get in my head and I start thinking, and I shouldn't think this way. Uh, there's smart audiences and there's not smart audiences. And then there's everything's in between. Where you guys, is CD Wool? You guys actually How have, much that CD Wool? Where did he? It's a really smart audience out there. And then I didn't realize until Scraped. after we left, it's where NASA and all the these, these rocket scientists and it, it's it's a huge intelligent community. Yeah, but those people, they bust them in from the smart parts of the country. But everybody moves there. <laughs> Live there. It's a very no. It's a it's a very smart. It's also a part where uh, are they lo- relocated Nazis to? But uh, that's a whole other conversation. Jews will not replace us. Uh, Jews will not replace us. But it, it it's. I, I was very impressed by it. I, I was really surprised, and uh, that's one of those places that when you do it, you go. I can't wait till we you know come back here. I can that's, wait, but we'll be back. But I can wait. But it's not a place that you want to go see again. It's the South, dude. There's some good places in the South. <sighs> That nigga raped me, daddy. <laughs> uh, Rocksteady89. Andy, don't you dare. Okay, 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 ANA. Uh, it's been a while since I've written in. I have been listening since early 2019 after seeing you guys in KC and haven't missed one episode. The more I've gotten to know the both of you, the more I find myself understanding how the gears work behind the face of the clocks. And it's become even more apparent that Aries is actually the pedantic one. And today, Andy, I refuse to let you defend him. So in defense of you, Andy, uh, because Aries is always the first to jump on you, we're not going to let Aries get away with this one. How many times have you said you wish our brothers and sisters could set aside our homophobic reaction tendencies to appreciate art? Whether that be in movies or TV, on canvas or whatever, how then are you going to lose your shit for 10 minutes over a 10 second gay scene? Because it was nine seconds too long. <laughs> I'm not calling you homophobic. I'm not saying you have to want to see it. However, if you compare it to your squeamish analogy, you should be able to stomach it for the art and for the story. Even without warning, you got to do better. It's almost as bad as you getting bored in man movies if there's not enough action. Now, since we've lost a few regular guy emailers, I'll pick up the slack. I tried not to nitpick because I also have a podcast and I get it, but I had time today. Keep up the good work. Happy late. Congrats to Andy for the engagement and Aries. Thank you. Thank you for being so accessible to the little guy. Thanks, blank, Blake B. Hey, man. Uh, I give shit a try, but if it's too much, it's too much. 
You know, I know what I can take. And the words of Popeye, I am what I am. I, there's something, there's, the joke that you have, and I don't even remember what the context was, but basically it's where you, you should have at least a three second warning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a gay delay. A gay delay. That's what it was. Yeah. Gay just, just to prepare. Yes, to mentally go, all right, I'm either going to sit here and endure this or I'm out. Geronimo! Uh, because there is a moment, and but I I it, I understand what this was used for. Because I went after you said that, I thought about it a little bit. Uh, I understand the scene and why it's in there. He, it it's the sh- the sh- to you when it, it it puts you kind of back on your knees a little bit, and that's I don't know if that's the right way word to use in this mm, situation. Back on your knees. But when you uh, but when you when that happens, you have to understand that this this that uh, gangster family also has the 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 son now who's the head gangster because I guess his dad right. his dad's gone. Uh, that's his brother, and that's part of the family relationship and the dynamic that comes in to that family. And wh- however you feel about that. And how you feel about him is what his brother has to deal with in in that gangster world. So it adds an element into the in, into it, because as some people perceive that uh, as uh, weak in, in homosexuality the, in the gangster world, yeah, right. that could be some a challenge. The fuck, Vito's a winner. You know, he was a footnote, right? So it presents a challenge in right. that. So so artistically. That's not a, that's you, you it, it, it sets you, it, it did push you. I don't know. You know what word to say. It, 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 it shocked you. So, but it's, that's part of the story. That's part of the story. That's good. That's integral to telling that story. My brother's a homo. He's a dangerous gangster homo. He's sort your court and put a gun to your nuts at the same time. So when it blows, he blows. But it changes the perspective. I, you know, and I just don't see the. I, but the idea of, of a gay delay is the same thing, basically. When before a movie starts, that's on uh, basic cable, that mm-hmm. says graphic violence, sexual content, full on dick shots in the camera. That could be added. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm saying, let me read about it in the excerpt, just to give you a little heads up. Literally. <laughs> Heads up on the heads down. <laughs> we'll give you a heads up on the heads down. But he has his point in his I email mean, to you. He, but he's trying to make it somehow synonymous that I, just because I'm saying you should be able to appreciate art, then that means you should be able to handle that part of the art. And I don't know that those two things go together. Art's art. If I'm willing to walk into the museum, I've done my job. That don't mean I have to like every piece. Right, that's true. But you're not going to leave the museum because there's a 20-foot tall nude of a dude in there, are you? If it's a 20-foot nude dick, I'm out of that motherfucker. Because <laughs> I'll be damned if the zoo, if the museum somehow, the door is locked and it turns into night in the museum and the 80-foot dick come alive. Uh 
who's who's the comic that drinks the scotch on stage? White dude. Oh, shit. The white dude. Oh, uh, Ron White. He has the greatest uh, thing, though, about dudes and their fear of the uh, in, in the dicks. And he all validates this. it. Well, he, he, he talks about, you know, when you watch a porn. I mean, that you actually have a dick preference. See, that's that white shit. But no, but he, no, he, but that's that white shit. Because he goes, you don't want to, you don't want a, a limp. You're not going to watch. That's 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 more of a dick when you watch it. No man is watching porn and putting thought into a man's dick. But we, it's we, there. I know, but it's there to do its job, <laughs> and we want to see it do its job because watching the woman as it's doing its job is how we get off. See, so you, you see it as a soldier. No, yeah, going to war. He just he might got, not, a little, got a little helmet on. There you go. There you go. Might not make it back home, but that's part of it. You got to find the Ron White bit. It's pretty funny though. Dude, no, but he's doing what white guys do. That's why I prefer Bill Burr's bit where he goes, I could look at a porn and insert myself into that scenario yeah. and go, what he's doing to her, I do that. That's different from, well, you don't want a limp dick. You want a specific kind of dick. Nah, you're doing that white guy shit. <laughs> Being okay with dicks. I'm going to be really, uh, really honest. I'll share here for, for, the, for the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a clip on a porn uh, a few days ago, and uh, the dude had a piece. Right. And it took me out of the, out of the porn. Let me tell you something, dude. Because I, 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 was, I was angry. I ain't going to lie. I've seen porn on my phone. And I just go, that's just, it's, it's not necessary. That much <laughs> dick, it's not necessary. I Why was, is that necessary? I was angry. I was like, are you, I got this and that's let, out Let there. me tell you something. I've had girls tell me, yo, your shit is decent. Like in terms of what average is, they go, yo, you're more than average. You're decent. All right. But then when I see some of them niggas in them porns, I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, come on. I saw one dude, and I'm not exaggerating. This nigga's head was down to his kneecap. <laughs> the head of his dick was down to the kneecap. And I just went, why? Why is that necessary? <laughs> I just think it's like a superhero. Like, it's a dick, right? And it's down to your kneecap. And you're, and you're doing your regular life, right? Right. And then someone comes up to rob you, but you get hard. So all your blood goes to your dick. Now you disappear and just a dick's laying on the ground. You disappear completely? You disappear because you have no more blood in you. You just, oh. you disappear. Or, may, the, or maybe you're still there, but you're tiny. Like you're like <laughs> tiny. You just all shriveled up because all, right. you, you got no blood and just you know, a giant dick is laying there. I, super I'm, dick. I'm telling you, and, 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 and I'm going to say that phrase that, some dudes say, no homo. But I'm being real with you, dog. I think I might have mentioned this. You know, I told you one of my favorite movies is Ray. Yeah. That scene with him and Kerry Washington where he's sitting on the couch and she goes, I'll go grab. He's packing his shit. And she goes, I'll go grab your bag for you. And he knows that his bag has the heroin. It's the heroin kit. And he gets up from the couch to go, oh, baby, hold on, hold on. Now, I've seen this movie. When you see something a million times, eventually, like anything else, you memorize it. I know the scene. So then you look for other things to see because you know the scene. And I went, what? And I rewound that bitch eight times. What? 
Jamie, Jamie Foxx got a piece. Because <laughs> you can see when he gets up from the couch, you can pause it or slow motion it. I don't think the nigga was wearing drawers during the scene. His dick imprint. <laughs> when he gets up and walks to stop Kerry, and I know all the ladies listen to this. If you think I'm lying, look at Ray. When that nigga go, gets up from the couch, look at his thigh. Nigga, the head of his shit is mid-thigh. His head is at mid-thigh. <laughs> Jamie got a piece, nigga. What if he was just wearing a pocket watch that day? Fuck that. What kind of time <laughs> is this? <laughs> okay. It wasn't no pocket watch, nigga. It was a rod. You so, saw it. So, with, so there is at least... Men should be able to at least be able to give a hat tip to the big, to a big dick. I'm doing that where I know you in the room, but I'm not looking at you, yo. I just, I I just, and listen, I've heard women say all that dick is unnecessary. Sometimes it don't feel good. And and, and a lot of them dudes that's that big don't even get a hundred percent erect. It's too big. It's bendy in the middle. There's like it's a, this, hint, this, this a soft, hinge. A hint, there's soft spots. It ain't fully, fully ready to go. It has an elbow. Right. So I would rather be the size I am and be straight wood, nigga. I told you this before on the podcast. I would just like to be able to take it out and just see a little bit of fear. Just a just little bit. Just the eyes widen a little bit. Like, oh, sh- that? The same way I look at needles when I'm about to get a <laughs> shot. I know what's happening, but damn. I just go, oh. <laughs> and that's how I get pussy. <laughs> Talking about all this dick. Let me end on that note. Uh, all right. Jesus Christ. Um, this is from... I don't know if this is a song. Okay, yeah, okay. This is from uh, J. Rowe Pulliam. Um, hey, bro. Uh, blessings. Here's the info plus the MP3 of the song. Uh, oh, God damn. The digestion begins. You were right. The, jer- the beef jerky nigga. Ooh. Um, Instagram at J-R-O-P-U-L-L-I-A-M. Twitter at J-R-O-P-U-L-L-I-A-M. YouTube at J-R-O-P-U-L-L-I-A-M. Facebook, Jermaine J-Ro-R-O-Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-A-M. And I think the song, did he say what the song was called? Uh, I think the song is called Heaven. Heaven. So uh, here you go. Uh, Love y'all. See you next week. Uh, We out, right? That's it.
too long. We ain't spoken in a while. Heard you had your wife, but y'all were expecting your first child. Wow, blessing. Who'd have thought it? The homie grew up and spawned him in all spring. Of all things, y'all seem so excited. I'm writing to tell you I'm trying to get right. But it's like I'm stuck between the streets and trying to see Christ fight. I struggle every day with it. I pray that one day that I get it. Adrian, he finally did it. All them talks of committing suicide came to a halt. Couple of months after his mama died. You always told her dream big and if your dreams hit scared, you ain't dreaming big enough like God bless you for it. Part of me, taking me from the bottom and reaching down to the heart of me, cleaning me from the inside out. And I'm like a new man, rising all the way up to the TOP, and I'm pursuing God. I'm on a mission just to make it into heaven and being in my position. That's how I get pussy. <laughs> <laughs>